And welcome back to the Lambency Show. I am Lambency, joined here with Mikey RP Gamer for the weekly anime recap, an hour later than normal and stuff because of some misunderstandings. Apparently, Mikey has daylight savings times over there, so the clocks went back an hour. <laughs> Whereas for us, it did not, so we had to move everything to 3 p.m. Eastern. It's it's fucked. Fuck time zones. Can't we just all run on the same time and just forget about like the sky being a different color? What's next? You're gonna tell me that I gotta you know have tea and biscuits and British pounds too as my yes. currency? Yeah, no, I'm good. And you must eat a scone. Fuck that. Yeah. Why would I ever do that? I mean, do we really want to get into this whole debate? <laughs> <laughs> I think history told its tale. <laughs> Yeah, we beat you back with a stick. <laughs> okay, uh, look, like, all, all I'll say is, is just remember the one thing we have over you is that our British, our English is called traditional and yours is called simplified. I mean, that's fine and stuff. Uh, you know, people who enjoy tea to the extent that they got offended by us throwing it in the harbor and stuff are obviously going to and then lose a war to a whole bunch of rebels are most likely going to call us simplified, even though our language is actually more comprehensive. I, that's I've, got, I've got to be real. Like, the, the people were actually like, upset with tea. Like, British people are not obsessed with tea as they think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really overdone. Like, we, we like, I don't, I don't even drink tea. Like, it's, I don't know that many British people who are that degree of obsessed. Like, we, a lot of people do drink it a lot. My grandparents do. They have like five cups of tea, but they're not like, "Oh, I have the tea in the house. The world is gonna end." All right. Well, before we get started, I do want to make some announcements real quick. We did j just gain two new sponsors, and I gotta refresh this page because I also like change like the logo sizes of the sponsors, so they're all uniform now. So our Ooh. two new our two new sponsors are GameStop, you know, power to the players, and Vertigear. You know, so if you go over to our website and check it out, you can check out their websites as well. Um, <laughs> you know, in an effort for transparency, if you click one of the links, we may or may not get a little bit of a commission off of the sales, but it does not affect your overall purchase. But it is another way you could support us. GameStop, I thought, was a great partner for us to have, stri strictly because not only does it have a vast library of video games and us have the us having the weekly anime recap, but they also have a vast library of anime merchandise, uh, similar to how Entertainment Earth does. So now we have not one, not uh, not one, but two different places where you can get uh, anime merch. Oh wait, no, never mind. We have three because we also have all things anime. So we're well covered in the anime front. But Vertigear is a gaming chair company and stuff. So if you like your gaming chairs, it's something to take a look at. Vertigear. I don't think I've heard of them before. Well. You want to go take a look at the Vertigear? We'll go take a look at Vertigear real quick. Have I seen it? Uh, oh, I have. I have. There's a reason. Okay. I know who they are. Please, please note, guys, to add on to this, uh, GameStop and Vertigear are American-only companies, so please only be ordering through them or from our links on our website if you are an American citizen. And they, neither of them offer international shipping. Entertainment Earth, on the other hand, I believe does, but I'm currently in talks with them because our link, I guess I used a link for like a temporary sale or something, so it like removed it on my site, or on, on our site, 
So I'm in talks with them trying to get like a new link that works. Uh, but I do believe they ship internationally. Uh, also, we have uh, the Demon Slayer uh, Tengen Uzue statue giveaway that ends this Friday. Uh, <coughs> there's still a lot of, a very high possibility of you winning if you were to enter right now. Um, there hasn't been that much interaction, which is a shame. But it is what it is. Uh, it's fine. Either way, someone's going to get a really nice statue. Uh, it's already paid for. All I got to do is pay for the shipping. So, uh, you know, this Friday we're going to figure out uh, who won the Demon Slayer Tengen Uzue figure art statue. Uh, reminder, we also have a Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, and at Buy Me a Coffee and stuff, the cool thing about it, one of the rewards is is multiple entries into all of the Lamb and Sea Show giveaways. Uh, double, double entries for bronze. Triple entries for civil, uh, silver and quadruple entries for the golden shower tier. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it was funny when Vex saw that, she called me a cheeky little bastard. <laughs> 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 so, uh, without further ado, let's get started with the weekly anime recap. Starting off, we have I'm the Villainous, so I'm taming the final boss. Yes, yeah, so. <coughs> didn't live up to the expectations the other episodes have not that it's bad um but it wasn't it was mid i don't like using the word mid as often now these days to describe like a middle tiered episode because mid these days is kind of negative if you say something's mid people think oh it's trash um but when i'm saying mid i mean like it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. So we had James turn into a demon, a different point from the original game. Uh, Aline decides he can still revert back and lets him escape. <coughs> However, the student council member Walt Lizanis, Lizanis witnesses the scene and begins to doubt Aileen's uh, identity. In turn, she exposes Walt and Kyle Alfred's true identities and their mission. Uh, they decide to temporarily work together to solve the vampire case. So he brought in a lot of new characters, and whilst that was good, I feel like it was kind of haphazardly done to the point where we're like, oh, this is kind of off. And I get like it's, it moves differently from how the original game as it would be in their world worked, and that might be another reason why it's so haphazardly put forward. Um, but I don't know, we just wasn't hitting the same notes this week, which is a shame, because it's been, it's been top tier so far. Um, but, you know, all shows have a dip. Like, I mean, we'll get to it later. We'll talk about it later. But Bleach Episode 3 had a little bit of a dip. Chainsaw Man had a little bit of a dip. So even big names having dips. So I, I'm not going to bash it too hard. Uh, but overall, enjoyability, yeah. It's, it was a pretty good episode. Just could have been better. <coughs> right. Uh, well, that's to be expected, though. I think if everyone thinks that something is going to stay godlike tears every single episode they're sorely mistaken nothing no writing's ever going to be like that because there has to be a calm before the storm if that makes sense oh whoa whoa what do you mean buddy full Metal alchemist brotherhood obviously had 10 out of 10 every episode oh i mean no that was like 20 out of 10 according according to their community it was like 20 out of 10 it broke the scale to the point where we have to completely trash everyone else's ratings that go above it Oh, 100%. Like, like, fuck you, Bleach. 
Fuck you, Kaguya Sama Lovers War. No, no. I mean, like I, I mean, said, and one of these days I'm gonna go watch Full Metal Alchemist, and if that is not the best anime I've ever watched, I will be calling out that community. <laughs> Please do. I will live for it. All right, so moving along, we have the Daily Life of the Immortal King. This is a quick cover, guys, because I haven't got to see the next episode. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a me issue, or if it's a Crunchyroll issue, but the episode will not load for me at all. Uh, just as I clicked it on my latest fucking Crunchyroll refresh since I restarted my PC, it loads. So apparently I've had issues this week with this episode. Um, very odd, I will add, because I've been able to watch every other episode of every other anime on Crunchyroll fine this week. So that's, that sounds like a my be. Um, so we will do a double recap next week, but I, from like seeing little thumbnails as you drag your mouse across the bar, I can see some interesting looking scenes. Kind of looks like a tournament kind of thing, so I'm quite interested to see what it's going to be like. Mm. Uh, and the, the episode six title is called It's My Round, um, which, if anything further, uh, reinforces my theory that it might be a tournament themed episode. But I will do a double review next week for The Daily Life of the Immortal King. Um, I did see a little spoiler from courtesy of two days ago a comment by Black Reaper Kai Yu-Gi-Oh! and DBZ references LMAO this was hilarious mm. the thing is, is I like this particular link I found because it's over three minutes so I don't have to constantly keep it in the space bar to refresh it but <laughs> uh, moving along we have My Hero Academy which I chose an actual fight scene between uh, you know Bakugo and him so in Midoriya yeah, you, so. said, you, said, you said My Hero Academy again I said Academia. Academia. You said Ac- You said Academy. I heard you. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Wow, I've stunned him into silence. I mean, I I'm don't really care, so... <laughs> it is what it is. I'm still mad at the fact that we're supposed to be doing horror character versus characters, and you still wouldn't let me choose Ruka-chan, and then you got mad when I chose Ein Jewel Gold. Look, Ruka is not a horror character. She's a I mean, she is if you're not interested in her. She's just, she's, she's, no. Uh, and Einzel Gould's the fucking most broken horror character you could what play. He's, he, and, and put yourself in the opponent's shoes. If you ran against him, he would be horrified. I, but he's broken. Broken or not, he's terrified. Our character versus character rule is no OP characters. Uh. <laughs> Typical Mikey never lets me have any fun. <laughs> anyway, oh fucking boy, My Hero Academia hit hard this week, guys, and it was the villain's turn to shine. Oh boy, we've got after like a five minute recap, which I'll say, fuck you, My Hero Academia. Why do you have to put like that such a long recap at the start of this episode? Um, we see everyone who was on the hospital side of. Uh, infiltration get basically killed so massive spoiler warning for anyone who is watching my hero academia or if you don't care then listen on um they as i mentioned previously the assault on the villains was split into two sides all heroes were taken by those who were obvious traitors and some were rounded up in the city who didn't know about the operation because that meant they were traitor <coughs> Apologies for my cough, guys. I'm really unwell. Um, and so they had half the heroes with half the students 
go towards their main base, and half the heroes and half the students go towards the hospital. Uh, and during the hospital mission, it went south, and Shigaraki was reawakened early. Uh, now, there's a positive and a negative to this, and we'll hit the negative first. Um, with the help of uh, Endeavor, a uh, little speedy yellow guy who helps Deku Lin, um, and a couple of others, they a few of the main characters managed to escape, like the main heroes. So we had Endeavor escape, we had the bunny girl escape, the little yellow flashy old dude, um, President Mike, Aizawa, uh, I think maybe one or two others. I can't confirm that every other person, every other hero in the city's operation has been killed. Every minor UA student has been killed uh, in that area, leaving only the main students left because they've got plot armor. Uh, all due to Shigaraki's new improved quirk, which is obviously Decay. But Decay before he had to touch a person directly. <coughs> and he couldn't control it. And it was only for people. His new apt power means he can activate it on and off. Uh, and it works on buildings, objects, items, everything. And he destroys the whole city. Every last bit of it. The only way you were able to live is if you had like... Um... I'm so bad with names today. Urachaka. Urachaka? Well, fuck my life right now. Um... Like her ability, which you can levitate. If you can get the object off the ground with people on it, you're safe. Um. So yeah, it was it was quite a sad episode, but it was also really impressive to see how strong he got, and he's, or it makes you think like if he had the right amount of time to put himself away, um, till he was at full capacity, then what else could he have done? Uh, we saw Deku talking with the first user of uh, One for All. And oh, that was intense. He seemed to give him like a premonition that something was going to happen and Deku was able to mourn at least his friends. Uh, meanwhile, at the main base, all those heroes and students have survived. Uh, we see our best boy, who I've forgotten the name of as usual, with Dark Shadow, come in and save Hawks. Uh, with Darby still on their tail trying to kill them, uh, but they get out just in the nick of time. And we Look, see I know, this who, I know who Darby is and MHA, don't get me wrong, but every time I hear the name, I think of Darby is a free elf. <laughs> <laughs> like, the second I heard, I know it's not anime, but the second I heard that, that's all I could think of because the only famous Darby I can really think of is Darby from uh, Harry Potter. I hear you. I hear you, Dad. Now they're so, trying, yeah. now they're just trying to make the names, you know, sound cool by having them as a villain. I know what you mean. So yeah, this episode does hit different guys. Like on the one side, we were being really successful. Uh, however, they did have the ice villain then come out and put up this massive ice wall. Um, so successful to a point, and then the other side just come total annihilation. They were doing so well and just annihilation, all from one guy. Um. Really highlights the villain's strength uh, and how much stronger they're going to become. And um, scary, scary to think, but done so well that uh, 
it's unsurprising my hero academia's lasted this long because it just hits every time oh nice you know the thing is i'm waiting for this to fully be done so let me know uh when everything's fully done and stuff because when that happens or at least if it's close to done and stuff what i'm thinking i'm gonna do is i'm gonna binge watch from season one all over again oh 100 percent um you know, I, I honestly, this was an anime that I slept on until season five. Same. And when I finally watched it, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I still don't think it's as good as they try to make it, but it's certainly no slouch, if that makes any sense. So, like, if I had to put, like, you know, from F to triple S, I would say this is, like, A tier. You know, like, I, some people are obviously not going to be happy with that. But for me, A tier is still a very, very, very good anime. <laughs> it's just not S, double S, or triple S quality. You know what I mean? And I mean, I'll, I'll, those I'll... I reserve for like once in a generation kind of animes. You know what I mean? So like a triple S tier to me would be something like, uh, like I know it's not uh, hero based and stuff, but. Anyone who's watched Clannad and Clannad After Story, I would put that on tri the triple S because it's just so, you know, it, it's so transformative of everything. Uh, you know, it transcends even now, like it still resonates with its fans. And there's a lot of people who won't watch it a second time just because of the amount of heartbreak it gave you, you know. Um, but A animes are no slouch. Like, they're still those that you're going to want to binge. And if, like, new seasons come out, you're gonna want to binge watch so like maybe my rate rating system is a little bit different when people look at it but like i've always considered a tier animes to be still very very good animes that you don't want to miss uh what about you mm. so like the thing is with my hero academia jujutsu kaisen boruto um and there's one other uh, i'm missing here in that list um you know, it's, it's argumentative of which one is included in this, or sorry, excluded from this one, I'm about to say. But a lot of the time, these animes are referenced in something called the New Big Three. Now, for starters, I don't I don't represent that shit, okay? There is no New Big Three. There is no gold, silver, bronze, Big Three, or anything like that. There is only one Big Three, which is One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. Early 2000s anime that led the way for other animes to come in, um, did insane sales, insane numbers, and basically made what anime was today. Without that, the anime wouldn't be mainstream today. We wouldn't have this quality. That's a fact. But what I do recognize is the honor and the standing Wait, that these so anime have to have. Big three is what? Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. See, that's the thing. Is like there's things that came before that that I think paved the so, way for yes, the three yes, to even go. Yes. So this this is what right we'll we'll get we'll get into it for a minute we'll, we'll have a little discussion here. So the father of the big three is DBZ, that is the founding father of anime. Doesn't matter if there's anime before it, it anime wasn't popular until DBZ even started. However, even DBZ alone by itself couldn't pick up the pace because a lot of people in the West saw it as a cartoon. It was still broadcasted on services, for instance, such as Cartoon Network. Which, when you put on a broadcasted service like that, a lot of people don't even realize this is something called anime. A lot of Westerners didn't even know what anime was back then. Now, 
One Piece, Bleach, and Naruto all came out. Their producers and creators all came out and said that their inspiration is heavenly taken from Dragon Ball. So Dragon Ball's like the founding father. Now, these three, the reason they are the big three and no other old anime is why Dragon Ball isn't included in it, etc., is because they are sales, they are viewer numbers, they are series. They all peaked higher than any other series ever has. One Piece over a thousand episodes, Naruto seven hundred, Bleach now up in the six hundreds. Um, viewer numbers were current of millions and millions of people tuning in every week. Um, money brought in, you're in billions of trillions of dollars. Um, it's it's insane. Like they are the most successful anime of the time. Are they the best? Up up for personal speculation, you know. Uh, for instance, the Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood community, whilst they're toxic as fuck, I don't blame them for like saying that their anime is goated, because it is a goated show, and it definitely is better than at least one piece, in my opinion. But it's it didn't hit in some of the other areas, which is the main things, like popularity, did it bring people into watching anime, money, did they make a lot of uh, revenue? Whereas these three did. So when someone says about the new big three, such as My Hero, Jujutsu, Boruto, or any other anime that's recently come out in recent years. Black Clover, that was the other one. Um, whilst you can argue in terms of these shows are as good as the big three, that's personal opinion. Okay, I don't think they are. They don't have the animation, they don't have the story, they don't have the hooks as good, in my opinion. But you can't call them the big three, because there's only one big three. And these do not have the same impact. They do not bring in the same amount of concurrent viewers. They do not bring in the same amount of revenue. They do not have the same impact over history. And I've been into this. I might even write an art- article about it so I can go into more depth. Um, but what I was saying was, before I go into the big three um, speculation there, is that I recognize the honor that is being put forward in saying these three deserve to be called in the new big three because they are that good. They are honestly that hot top tier kind of anime. Are they as good as the old top big three? I don't think so. And that's even me saying as someone who doesn't even like One Piece. I like my hero academia more than One Piece, but do I think it's as good? No, I know it's not. You you can't like it's just a, it's it's as if well, my say... whole thing is is I look at the big three a little bit different. I get what people are saying, and a lot of people say money, 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 money. But a lot of people also fail to realize that without some of the animes that came before it that started popularizing it, they wouldn't have taken off. If those animes would have came out in say the seventies or the eighties, for example, and stuff, nobody would know who those three animes are. See, this, the this... reason I say that is because a lot of the animes led it up to the perfect time frame for those three to release, and I do believe, you know, and, you know, call me biased, uh, mainly because I've watched, you know, a lot of 80s and 90s anime. It's all biased. Um, Everyone's biased. So you know, they're... you could call me biased, you could call me all that other stuff, but at the end of the day, I do believe that the big three, uh, you know, and I'm, I will, I have watched some of it i haven't watched all of it i am not the re- main reason i haven't watched like all of it it's not just the amount of seasons and episodes it's also the fact that like i get you're saying that like they're really good stories to me they're see you this know, is the thing they're this okay is... they're okay it's... that's personal opinion though you know what i mean yeah i do feel that they are benefactors of the time frame that they released more so than they are the quality of their anime 
Um, and what I mean by that is if they didn't release in the exact time they did and the bubble that they did and stuff when everything was all set up for new animes to come in and burst onto the scene, nobody would talk about some of these big three like they do. Um, now, will would like one or two of them maybe still be talked about today? Yes, of course. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, they would be completely off the radar. But I feel that they are uh, a huge factor into the popularity that they are has to do with the timing that they came out. And You're not a wrong. perfect example of that is the fact that you guys call it the big three because they all came out around the same time and brought in the numbers that they did around the same time, which if you look around before the big three got released, set up a perfect time frame for a new anime to come out. So and not you're not one, wrong. not two, but three of them came out and filled that spot. Again, like like I'm saying, you're not wrong here, but there is there's a couple of things that is being missed here. One is personal opinion, whether you think they are or not. Okay, whether your opinion matches with it or doesn't, at the end of the day, as harsh as it's going to sound to anyone listening, it doesn't matter. It's a fact. Statistically, it's a fact of everything. Of not just revenue. I'm not just talking money. I'm not just talking popularity. I'm talking how much of an impact they had on the community. Whether animes are before it's set it up, it doesn't matter. Even Dragon Ball Z. Even Dragon Ball Z, who we have a lot of people argue still, why is Bleach in the big three but Dragon Ball Z isn't? Because Dragon Ball did not hit the same numbers Bleach did. Yes, it may be a better show to you. And everyone can have personal opinion. Hell, a lot of people have favorite anime that aren't even in the big three. Some people hate all three of the big three. But it's not about whether you like it or not. It's not about whether you think the new anime are the better or old anime are better. It's not. None of it is. The facts are there. The statistics are there in front of you. Was it set up? It can be argued that it was. To be honest, my personal thoughts on it, that it's only one anime that's set up, and that was Dragon Ball. There, That's the references that it took from it, that they all stated took from it. Anime was not as big until Dragon Ball started around. Yes, it was still around, but it was not anywhere near as big. It was very clicky. It was very niche. Until Dragon Ball came, then the big three started. And yes, perfect timing. I agree with all everything that you said. It was timing. It was made hell, if we had another anime that released with them, we could have had the big four. You know, I wouldn't I don't dispute that at all. But my argument is whether you like them, whether you don't, whether you think these should be it, or whether you think that should be the old anime, new anime, all irrelevant. Because it's a fact that statistically it's there. Well, like I said, it's, it's, so it's, it's, like I said, a lot of my argument has to do with timing, and I'm not just talking about the fact that they were set up perfectly. Right. I'm not just talking about the fact that they were set up perfectly. I'm also talking about uh, the fact of the matter is, is when those three came in and stuff, there was a very uh, like there was anime. There's always been anime, uh, yes, since like the niche. '60s or no, '70s, but it was more of a niche kind of people. All right, because I'm going to tell you this and stuff, because you're not as old as I am. You know what I mean? I grew up uh, when Dragon Ball first came popular, uh, became popular, and everything. Dragon Ball, Pokemon, which, mind you, I, I would argue could uh, is another one that set it up as well and stuff, even though it's not exactly the same kind of format. Uh, it's still yeah. animation. Um, and I grew up in this time frame and stuff, and let me just put it like this. All right. Nobody thought it was cool except for Dragon Ball. 
uh, or Pokemon. Pokemon, it was funny, my time frame, Pokemon wasn't even really considered anime. Even though it is, it wasn't really considered anime. It, it was, still isn't. It, it still isn't. It, and it, it still, still isn't. isn't. I think that has a lot to do with, like, my generation. Oh, that's Do, do you see what I mean? You know what like I mean? Dragon but Ball. It's Dragon, because of when it was broadcast. But Dragon Ball as well, so on and so forth. But what I'm getting at, there were other animes, but the thing is, is it wasn't... Uh, how do I say this? You could get away with saying you like Pokemon. You can get away with saying you like Dragon Ball. But if you tried to say that you liked any other anime, whether it be Yu Yu Hakusho or... Uh, That's the example you know, I had in my head. <laughs> or Clannad or anything else like that, you were viewed as a... You get ridiculed. You get ridiculed. You get bullied. Uh, I, mean, I, I got bullied then, so much. Like, and then the big three came around. Perfect timing because Dragon Ball kind of opened... Uh, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, Yu Yu Hakusho, things along those lines kind of opened the door. Set, yeah. Like they made the door ajar enough for people to burst through. Exactly. And and this, I don't. This de- I don't deny saying. that three of them burst through, which were the three that you're talking about, so on and so forth. Um, but like I said, I think a lot of their popularity has to do with the time frame that they came out. I don't. I'm, I'm I don't like, think they would be as popular if they didn't come out the time frame they did. If they came out, uh, say, uh, right before Dragon Ball or right before Pokemon or like mid '90s or late '80s. I don't think we'd be talking about them the way that we do now. You know what I mean? I mean, whilst I agree that it's obviously it's complete speculation, like there are reasons they became the big three. Like, if I was to turn and ask you, what do you think is the main one biggest reason they are the big three? What would you say? Timing. <laughs> you think it's timing? Mm-hmm. So you think they earned the title the big three because of timing? I mean, the whole description of the big three I hear over and over and over again were three enemies that came out at the same time and made vast amounts of money. So, yes, I would say timing. Okay, so, obviously, firstly, they didn't all release at the same time. I said, anime around, wise, I said around the same time. Um, Anime-wise, yes. Manga-wise, absolutely freaking not. Do you think One Piece would be this far ahead if it released at the same time? Hell fucking no. Hell no. <laughs> So yeah, I could I could see what you what you mean there. The reason they are called the big three isn't due to timing. Whilst that is, that wasn't what I was asking. Whilst I understand what you mean with that, I was asking what do you think is the main catalyst for them being called the big three? Is it money? Is it uh, popularity? Is it the impact it had? It's because they made it accepted. Whether there was that crack or not, whether those other animes did it or not. There's one point I can argue here to the end of my fucking days, as someone who has also, despite my age, watched those older anime, is that the emotional roller coasters that those three take you on, you had not experienced something like that in prior anime up until that point. Yes, other anime were good with emotions. Yes, other anime did hit hard, but these taught life lessons to a generation. A whole fucking life lessons, everything, it hit differently. Anime had not even attempted this kind of storytelling before. You can go back through previous animes, you can see, oh yeah, okay, that shonen has great action, or yeah, that slice of life has a great story, or this one had a great romance. But story-wise, you know, these three had everything from start to finish. That is why they're the big three. But my argument here isn't whether... You know, your personal opinion is your personal opinion. If you think other animes were better, that's fine. There is no dispute in who were the big three. But my whole original statement is that these new animes being called the new big three, there is no... They're, they're not... Okay, you're not a big three. 
okay? You don't have the same impact. But I recognize why you're being called that, because you are that good. And I do recognize that, and I admit that you are that good. But unfortunately, you don't have the same impact, so you should not have a title like that. You Find your own fucking title. But my argument was, yes, they're, they're goated anime. They're just not the same level. And when, will we find an anime that's, that's more goated than this three? Eventually, yeah. Someone will come up with something fucking amazing, that's for sure, that'll surpass all three. Uh, One could argue but we've already... that things have already surpassed all three. And yeah, I, I you, could definitely you, make exactly, that that's argument. personal opinion. That's personal opinion. You know, I could definitely but, make that argument and stuff because, like I said, the a lot point of it being... has to do with a setup. I get what you're trying to say. Uh, there is no but, at, but here's the thing: I don't agree with your statement that they made it acceptable, and I'm gonna tell you uh, exactly why. I mean, right. the stats today, but, but Naruto, on. Bleach, and One Piece, we all look like like you're fucking nerds. I know this because I made fun of people who watched Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. Okay, so there's a reason towards this. Now, whether you agree with it or not, and it's going to sound harsh, but it doesn't matter because the stat is there of how much viewership peaked and how much people started getting on the bandwagon, as it were, when these shows started. Whether you agree with it or not, the facts are there. They did. They were the catalyst that opened the anime up to everyone else. Yes, people still got bullied. I mean, when I was a fucking kid, you'd see me running around like a fucking Naruto news in the fucking playground. I get bullied for it. But you notice over time, as years pass and pass, I'd get bullied for it less, and you'd actually have people, kids playing Naruto in the playground as as the years went on. And that, to me, is acceptance. Did did fucking people turn around and accept that anime overnight as soon as episode one of Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece dropped? Hell fucking no. No, they didn't. It took years. But they are the catalyst, and they are the reason why there's clear statistics that I can pull up for the next podcast that will back that up completely. I mean, I'm not just talking how many people watched it. I'm not just talking, you can go through all threads on all sorts of recommendation websites, all sorts of ratings, my anime list, IMDb, etc. There's literally so much um, surmountable evidence that whether you like them or not, you know, that's your opinion and you're entitled to that opinion. I, I mean, mean like if I that's said, if that's the route you're going, I, I'm I'm gonna kindly uh disagree with what you say because if you're saying that uh you know they're the catalyst of bringing anime back to the mainstream, so on and so forth. I'm gonna mention the fact that uh there was a dead frame. All right. There's a period where anime just seemed not to be really gaining anything and it was stagnating. And there is one well, yeah, anime that came it's... out. Let me go look at the time frame it came out. All right. Hold on. All right. There is an anime that came out in 2012 that kind of reignited the interest into anime again. Now, would I argue that it should be considered a big three or anything else like that? No, not at all. But especially... and. There is there loopholes in this anime? Yes, yes, there is. But it reignited the, 20, the it reignited the twenty tens interest in animes, especially when it came to uh, when it came to the uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know what I mean. It came to this genre of anime. It reignited okay. the fans' interest, and that anime would be Sword Art Online. All right, there was a dead frame from like 28 to 2012 where it just seems like everything. I'm gonna, exactly... I'm gonna hold you, hold you up there, buddy. I'm sorry. Okay, so first, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to find a statistic for this afterwards to see that we had a drop because I don't remember any drop around that period at all. 
Um, but there, there's a cut. There's a couple of of things here, right? Now, whether you agree or not, like I've said previously, it doesn't matter. The stats are there. There's a reason they have them. Okay, that's they did enter it. Whether this reignited it later on when they did start coming dying down, you did hit the nail on the head with the date because that's when Bleach ended. Uh, we also had One Piece took a little bit of a dip there. Naruto was filled with filler, so yes, we did have somewhat of a dip in like those big three titles. I'm not sure what's going on with other anime around the time. We'll find a statistic to have a look, deeper look into this. But next what I'm getting at is, if you're talking me. about all these dips, it goes right back to what I was saying about how interest was starting to wane because they had all these dips, so on and so forth, and people weren't. That's watching still twelve anime. years, were... though. That's that's still twelve years since can, these can anime released. Can I finish? There's still that dip. And they and people needed something to reignite the passion of anime. Alright? And you remember, one of the things I said is I watched anime for a while, but I kind of stopped watching around like 2004, 2005. And then yeah. there was one anime that got me back into it. And I wasn't the only one. There was a lot of people who were even first-time anime watchers who started watching anime because of SAO. So if you want to talk about cultural impact... SAO can be thrown into that conversation. Is it a big three? No. But if you're going to make your whole argument about the big three, about cultural impact, and what those animes meant to the anime genre as a whole, I right? don't SAO also had a huge impact in bringing a whole new fan base into the anime. All right? So, you know, a, a lot of the big three, they love to say, uh, not the big three themselves, but I'm talking about the fans of the big three, love to say that basically... The big three did this and the big three did that. They did all this, you know, they made such an impact. You know, no other shows made these. Oh, no, shows have made But that no one's saying before. that. I haven't, I haven't said that once either. The no other shows. No, I'm saying in general. Impact. I'm yeah. not saying you in particular. I'm saying I have heard this from multiple big three fans. Okay. All right, from the big three community. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll address right. that in a minute. Yeah. Now. Is there, you know, and if you want to go the route of, you know, of course there's going to be toxic things in each community, I agree. All right, I've said it before. There is probably Full Metal Alchemist fans who are not toxic. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? That's exactly but what I'm getting say. at is a lot of the arguments I hear from the big three people and stuff were that nothing has ever come close to the amount of, you know, uh, impact it's had on the anime. Wrong. Uh, that... Nothing has made the kind of money that those big three have had. Also wrong in certain circumstances. Am I going to argue that the big three aren't some of the most profitable? No. Now, I'm not going to make that argument. Am I going to argue that there are some that have made significant, a significant amount of money as well? Maybe not to the extent that they have, but have also made significant amounts of money and have been making many decades later? Yes, I will make that argument. Um now, did they make it to those three's extents? No. But if you're talking about the monetary impact, there are other animes out there. So culturally, they're not the only ones who have made an impact. Monetarily, they're not the only ones who have made an impact. Then we go back to the time frame. You know what I mean? Again, I restate the fact that I'm not arguing about whether or not the big three are good or bad. I am making the argument that if they were released at an earlier date, they wouldn't be viewed the same. And that's strictly fact. That's not opinion. That's fact-based because if you look at the time frame that it came out, <laughs> all three of them came out at the perfect opportunity. Now, they had to have a good enough product 
for it to take off the way it did. I'm not arguing that. But, you know, the time gave a perfect opportunity for everything they had I, think I to happen. And more time. power to those three for pulling through the way they did. You know what I, I mean? don't dispute the time at all. I it's kind of as, I don't, the reason I bring I that up. The reason the I bring that up is also because, like I said, with the SAO, when there's that low, that little time frame of the low, SAO came in perfect timing. Do I think SAO would be as popular as it is if it didn't come out right when it did? I don't. So uh, because I, I I'm the first to admit, as an SAO fan, I am the first to admit. That SAO has plenty of issues, plenty of loopholes, but I still enjoy the anime, and I don't think it would be as popular as it is if it didn't come out when it did. I don't dispute the time, okay? Now, saying that it's fact that they wouldn't have hit this hard if they released earlier, it is, you can't say it's fact, because there is I can I could say that, with the exception of if it came out in another perfect time frame. There is no evidence period that there is fact that this would be i would argue that the strongest likelihood that they wouldn't have hit this hard is if they released before dragon ball or obviously if they released if you even take it 10 years early i don't know but you can okay, never say okay. it's fact let me, we let don't me, have let me I put it in a way that you, go ahead it, 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 you don't you can't say that period because we won't know. We won't ever know. So there's no point in arguing what could be or what it what can be. There's no point. I can. The say other it. argument say is it. so I can argue it, and the reason I can say it is because the statistics back up what I'm saying. And a, another way I can prove that is all right. I'll give you a perfect example for you to easily understand what I'm saying. All right, which is the weakest of the big three in your opinion? I mean, again, you've used the word there that was it's opinion based. Well, I say again, I just need an answer. Out of the big three, which one do you think is the weakest? Because I'm making an example of something. Well, my opinion is One Piece, but okay, it's not all right, all right, all right. Take One Piece out of the the big three for a sec. Okay. My Hero Academia comes out the exact same time frame as Bleach and Naruto. Right. Where do you think my hero academia would be? It wouldn't it wouldn't be in the big three, and I've got reasons why. Go on. One. For what for one thing, it took inspiration from all three, so it would not be to this quality still. You wouldn't you can't say can we take uh, Ignore where it took this? inspiration from. I'm talking But about, you can't. I'm talking, you can't you, you can't Mikey, ignore that. You're, no, you're, by saying thing. that, all right, you're just literally you know, putting a sheet over my actual argument, and you know you're putting a sheet over the argument and stuff. But what it's I'm not. saying it's, is, can I take away, saying, take please, away the influence of where it came from, all right? I'm saying, as it is right now, if this anime was made the way it is, forget where the influences came from. That's not what I asked. That is a completely different argument. If My oh, Hero my Academia mate. came out at the same time frame as Bleach and Naruto, would it be in the big three. Can I finish what I'm saying this time, please? There is no physical way. Now listen to what I'm saying here this time before interrupting me. It cannot physically, but you're asking me to hypothetically say, what if this anime came out during the same time period as these animes? It couldn't have, because this was created 
because these animes, it was stated by its creator to have been created from inspiration from these animes. It would not look the same. It would not have the same quality. That wasn't the question. But you've got to understand. No, I understand what you're saying, but you're not understanding what I'm saying. Take that out of the equation. All right? You can't. That's what I'm saying. You can. You just don't. What I'm saying is, if it was made the exact same way that it currently is, forget the influence. Someone came out and thought of this exact anime the way it is and put it and released it back then. Forget the influences. All right, Mikey, those influences don't exist right now. This anime. Even if you do that, even if you do that, it's not this anime back then. Big three. No, it wouldn't, because it still doesn't hit the same anime, the same numbers that those animes did. It doesn't hit the same. And you know why it doesn't hit the same numbers that those animes did? Timing. Because here's a funny thing. MHA, it's still huge. And it didn't come out in perfect timing. Alright. Do you know why it's not hitting the same name numbers as that? Because let's be real, they put more money into these shows these days. Okay, so there is no, there's no, you can't just blame it on timing because there's other reasons as well. Okay, they they can still make the same revenue stream as other anime. Bleach fucking hell has just come back out and is making just as good numbers as it was twenty years ago. So I don't know how you can blame it on timing. Because Bleach came out in a perfect timing, left. And okay, came then back let's take Chainsaw Man. Chains- if you if you use Chainsaw Man as an example, I could say maybe. Maybe it needs more time to fuck to fucking realize, but between Chainsaw Man and My Hero Academia, Chainsaw Man's possibly the closest we've ever got to the hit in the same numbers as the big three. My Hero Academia, absolutely not. No way in in hell or earth. You, it does not hit the same viewership. It does not hit the same fi- um, financial gain. It does not even hit the same uh, popularity polls. It doesn't hit the same in regards to has it opened the way. For other anime, as it led an inspiration, has any other anime come out after it said, oh, we took inspiration from My Hero Academia? No. Loads of anime that are still come out to this day still say, we took inspiration from Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, Dragon Ball. Heck, even some, I'll be honest, even some older anime. But anything past those anime, you, I never, ever, ever, ever see anyone saying, oh yeah, we took, refer- we took inspiration from Jujutsu Kaisen, we took inspiration from My Hero Academia, we took inspiration from Death Note. Let's take, oh, we took inspiration from Sword Art Online, even though I will add to that. There are clear, clear copies of fucking Sword Art Online. And the Sword Art Online point from 2012, you can look online. There wasn't that much of a dip as you might think. It might be for you. It might have stagnated for you because it wasn't content that you were interested in, but it wasn't that much of stagnation. And whilst I agree that Sword Art Online did definitely amp up 2012 quite a lot, it is one of the most hated anime at the same time in the community. It's like Marmite. It is the Marmite anime. It People can be the Marmite love it anime it. all at once, but at the end of the day, the way the way it actually affected the culture was it brought a whole bunch of new fans into it the It didn't anime. hit the same, though. It's still, again, whether or not it hit the same or not, Mikey, the fact of the matter is, is it brought new fans into there. So culturally, it did change well, the perception yeah, of it, anime it as well. It brought new fans all in, right? but you've got, to, you've got to consider how many. How many new fans did it bring in? How much money did it bring in? It's not about whether it did or didn't. Every anime brings new fans in. It's about to the degree. How much of a degree did it do it in? Percentages, numbers. It did it to a degree that a lot of the hardcore anime fans hated it for not what it was, but for what it wasn't, all right? I sit here, and I'm telling you this because a lot of the people, they hate it 
simply because it converted a lot of people and made it more made me made, uh, made anime more mainstream than it is and more socially acceptable than it was all right the reason it's hated is because it wasn't one of the big threes that made anime as culturally no. acceptable as it was all right no that's not one of the reasons why it's hated because the first season of sword online was actually loved by everyone and doesn't get any hate at all Sword Online isn't hated because of the big three or because of any numbers or anything like that. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you, but we've gotten Sword far Online off track, so let's move on to the next thing. Two. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you and stuff on all, all of your points and stuff. I don't think you fully comprehend everything I'm saying. Um, so we're going to move on to Beast Tamer. How was Beast Tamer this week? Beast Tamer was great, guys. Like I said, the Heroes Party got absolutely... Yeah. They got they got ruined, finally. They got put straight in their place, exactly where they wanted to be. And if if I'm completely honest with you, it was great to see, because they acted like absolutely cocky pricks, um, who thought that they, they knew everything about it, and they thought that they were going to own this Heroes Party, and they hadn't done their research on the party beforehand. They didn't realize what an... Uh, an advanced species were they didn't realize how strong these people were so they went in blind and didn't realize oh shit we actually got owned but i'm the hero's party i can't get owned i'm not gonna be beaten and it's it was it was how what was people calling this episode hero's party gets humbled and i i think genuinely that is the perfect most fitting titan title for it because it's it's exactly what happened. They got humbled completely. There, there was no way, shape, or 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 if that, you know, that they were going to win. They underestimated him and didn't realize that at the end of the day, he is the strongest beast tamer in the world. And uh, it was, you know, everyone was on tender hooks for this episode, especially if you're a manga reader. Um, whilst it did lack on some of the animation aspects, um, it it was a solid. It was 100% a solid, and I think it did extremely well. Uh, people are, are definitely talking about it as well right now, which some we're going to get into a little bit later because we're having a little bit of um, Twitter drama, shall we say, with Spike's family. Uh, and people are like, well, no, even Beast Tamer is doing better than it. So, yeah, that last episode was the most goaded episode far, and maybe even the best episode of the week. To be fair, I think Spyx family is made for a specific kind of anime lover uh it's very shall i say it's kind of niche like i get it was trying to be more appealing but i feel like generally speaking spy when you think of spy animes you're not really thinking of what the, the way they went you know what i mean like normally when you think of spies in anime you think of like maybe just one individual character and that's her whole quirk his or her whole quirk not the whole bit anime is based on it i feel like that's more of a niche thing whereas yeah. beast tamer it just fits how to say this it kind of fits the status quo of what to expect from this style of anime you know uh yeah now i haven't seen beast tamer um, but I have made numerous comments about the Dragon Girls Beast Tamer looking just a uh, very similar like uh, the Dragon Girl in uh, uh, I the three hundred slime killing anime. Uh, uh, I, I can't 
can't remember the name of it. You know the anime I'm talking about. Uh, Max out my level or something like that. Um, what's the anime I'm thinking of, Mikey? Uh, it's a very re- long something like reborn. Uh, I was reborn in another. World. Sorry, I've been no, I've been killing slimes for three hundred years, and I max out my level. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, it's such a long title; it's hard for me to remember remember it all. But I've made numerous comparisons to that anime's Dragon Girl and this one's, and you cannot tell me that. I mean, they are stylistically a little bit different, but they're very similar. Um, but that's just, it, it's kind of what you expect in these isekai animes now, you know? So. Yeah, they, it's, it's, you know, it's it's like we when we were just debating there, like I said about Sword Art Online, there's so many fucking clones now. And if there's one thing I will give to SAO, right, is that it, whilst I'll disagree on the whole point of it leading the way for anime or ever or opening a path back in 2012, one thing I will give it credit for is it opened the way for a genre, isekai. What pisses me off is how many people copy it so closely. If you look... Oh, I can, I can, I can agree with that. But I think part of the my whole argument before, and I'm not trying to go right back into it. Part of my whole argument before, if about if you're talking about cultural impact, so on and so forth, is if you revive a whole genre, it also helps revive renewed interest, not just in the genre, but like people who like that kind of things are more likely to become anime fans based on one of the things that was slightly or majorly inspired by. You know what I mean, and that's more the argument I was kind of making. On I've, got, I've got, I've no, got, I've got, you know, I completely agree. I it was one of my favorite animes. I know that it, it you know, it there's a lot of flaws in anime. And am I making the argument that it should be considered one of the top animes? No, not at all. Um, but... Yes, it will never be considered one of the top animes. Oh, you know oh, what? No. God, God, two, no, God, no. I'm if just they did season two better. I would actually argue what we were just arguing and say that maybe it could. If you took like a one piece and put it in, it could have become a big three because season two fucked that anime so bad. Not Honestly, the two, funny actually. thing is, season, season two to one. me, season two to me, I consider season three. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Not season two. Not season two. Not fucking Gun Gale. Gun Gale was good. I like Gun Gale. No, no, you're uh, talking. All right, five, you're talking I'll about five. second half of season one, which yeah. I consider season two. Yeah, same. You know what I mean? Because I consider season two, season three, because if you look at it, they could have ended season one after, I want to say it was like 15, maybe 16 episodes. He gets out. No, because it was more than 12. uh, I think it was like episode 15 or 16, I want to say, where they finally beat the game and it cuts out to him. uh, It cuts out to Carito holding the uh, hospital uh, thing that has a bag and (laughs) trying, you know, you. And a hoarse voice going, Asuna, you know what I mean? It could have cut the yeah. season right there. It didn't. Let's be real. Okay, we all know what, what ruined that season. Like It, it, could, it was the it second half of redeemed. season one, yes. The second half of season one. And then even if we go into uh, the second half of season one, it was right at the end of that. I could have overlooked that whole season. I mean, like, gone into GGO happy-minded. They did not need to add that mm-hmm. scene. Didn't need to be done. Put it, put it on Hanami. That's that. Well, that's where that kind of content should go. That's that's. Mm. It really infuriates me because I know it does the usual because it's one of our favorite animes. It's, oh yeah, it's... well the thing is, I can't. I still can't watch the second half of season two. I, I uh, no I season one, time. season the one. Setting, I the for me it's amazing. season two. You know what I mean? I still can't watch that <laughs> second half. Uh, or here's the thing: if I do watch it, 
I specifically skip those scenes. Mainly because I don't like them either. It's so degrading to see like Asna locked in a cage and shit like that. And I'm just, I just hate well, the thing everything. Is, is, about I, I didn't mind her being in the birdcage per se. What I minded is when it went to that. You know what I mean? I mean, we had fucking tentacle monsters, man. We knew it was going to be fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> when cool. she was just in the cage and she was, like, talking to herself or thinking about so on and so forth, I fine. But as soon as that one character would come in and do those things he would do, uh, you know, I, I would just skip the scenes. You know what I mean? I can't. I couldn't stand it. Um, You know, and they have made that mistake at least one other time. I can't remember the exact time off the top of my head, but I know they did it one more time and it also received backlash. Um, and I hope if they ever do another season, which I doubt they will at this point, but if they do do another season, I hope they learn from their mistakes on those. Because if you take away those incidents, SAO would be even higher than it is now, even with all the plot holes. Um, See, they're too progressive. And I'm not sure if they ever did like a re a redo of uh Alfheim. But it would it would it, you know, it's definitely something they need to do for the series, I think. At least in the future. Uh, also happy birthday, SAO. Oh I know, right? Fucking and welcome in by the way, Star. Uh so Star I says with the big three, I think you're both right, but it doesn't matter. They are the big three and no one can take that away, no matter the why and the what, because because uh, what its impact was, etc. They are the big three and deserve that title. There is no old or new big three, but Lamb, stop cutting my... <laughs> you both had great points, 100%, but at the end of the day, the big three is the big three. Will always be the, th- be the big three. Are they the best? No, but there is no old or new big three. Uh and, 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 and I, that's the thing is, I'm not, that's the thing is, I was not trying to make, I was not trying to make the argument that they they shouldn't be called the big three. That's not what I was saying at all. Um, you know, I was, no, his argument about... was, was whether if they were released earlier, would they still be the big three? Exactly. Uh, which is a big difference. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be the big three. I'm saying that a lot has to do with the it's, perfect it's, it's timing. A, it's a good uh, and valid point. It's, you know, it's just I don't think I'm not. We, we I'm not saying that. that they wouldn't be culturally beneficial if they released earlier or later, and that they wouldn't be big. Um, I'm more saying that the time frame they came in was see the thing is very very effective yeah. for them. Uh, you the, know, like it was kind of, the stage was set, so to speak. Yeah, um, the thing is with the monster stage was set as well. They already had like chapters and chapters of manga. Like One Piece especially had already all that manga, so they already had a cult following. They already had a lot of followers behind them. Most of the anime that was already being watched at the time. Uh, not sure how many years for each manga that is. Yeah, mind. but if you also remember, but I they mean, already had the content, didn't they? If you also remember, that you know there were some that had made that jump um, successfully. But it wasn't like we had a ton of mangas turning into animes that had become huge, if that makes sense. Like, you had some that were able to do it successfully, but it kind of wasn't, like, at that level. But it does. if you already have a fan base and the timing that it came out, like, more props to them for being able to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that it isn't impressive. That's not at all what I'm saying. Um but I'm I'm glad they were, but like you said, they had what like four hundred chapters in One Piece by the time they released. 
yeah and so they you know, had they had a large following which i also think is also <laughs> extremely they had following they had content, think about the, you know think about it like this like uh you know take a take a get away from anime for a sec for example let's say when i started uh this podcast you know what i mean uh we already had for uh, a well-known following for like uh blogs or something else like that where we covered anime and stuff um that's gonna be more beneficial than just jumping in there, especially if I if we did it at the, a perfect timing where that was a niche that hadn't been hit. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. Now, am I saying that they're not good? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. But like all the circumstances, I, I, it's almost like everything lined up perfectly together for them. Um, and. That's more power to them. They knew they recognized, you know, they, they were developing their animes at the perfect time frame. They recognized it was a perfect time frame, released at the ter- perfect time frame, you know, and had the following originally from the mangas and it all it basically all stars aligned perfectly for them, which is great. Now, was it a success overnight? Like you said, no, no, it wasn't and stuff, but it was accepted and stuff because here's the thing it's funny i still call people who watch i still look at people who watch naruto and uh one piece i still look at them like extreme nerds i don't so much with bleach because bleach blood kind of gore i mean i get was censored back then um but like i kind of understand that i agree with you to extent i look the same way at one piece naruto also had quite a bit of gore well, the one thing is, is like, very... right, I can. Almost... Have you seen? Have you seen the full censorship with a, of One Piece? <laughs> with Naruto, I look at them like nerds, but like, not nerds. Uh, how do I explain? Okay, so I look at them like they're nerdy, but I also look at them like they're the kind of nerds I kind of want to go and have fun with. Like they look like they're having a fucking blast. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> There's a difference. Alright, One Piece, I kind of look at them like... The hell, dude. Which is funny, because I was still planning on buying a Monkey D. Luffy uh, statue that was made by... uh, I want to say Abbey Style, just because it was so realistic. You know the the company that made uh, my uh, Ryuk and L statue that I showed you? Yeah. It, It... it's the same company that made this monkey D. Luffy. And when I tell you this thing looked super realistic, I mean, this thing literally looked like it came straight out of the anime. And I'm not even a fan of One Piece. And I was just like, man, that's a good looking statue. You know? But yeah, no, no, going back the, to what we were talking about and stuff, with the whole, with the whole, uh, you know, Beast Hammer doing better than Spy X Family, uh, you know, to bring it all together and stuff. I feel that this particular niche is more popular than what Spy X Family try to hit. Uh, is Spy X Family a bad anime? I don't think it's a bad anime. I haven't seen this new season. I don't think it's a bad anime at all. Um, but I also feel, you know, having watched season one, I feel Spy X Family is more aimed towards, you know, like a very niche audience. You know, whereas Isekai, while it has its niche audience, <laughs> it's a significantly larger niche audience, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's like, 
Uh, other than that, I'm, I I don't know how I would be able to explain it. No, no, I agree. I agree completely. Um, like, so Isekai's grown rapidly over the last few years. Uh, Spike's Family is a slice of life which will always remain niche because the stories can be stagnated and boring. And season two of Spike's Family has been mid. Don't hurt me. That's how I feel. Um, and, you know, I like Spike's Family, but I just don't think it think it deserves all the hype it gets. Like, animation-wise, the character design is really good, but it's just not it. And I mean, the numbers don't lie again. Like, I keep saying, like, if you if you look at it, personal opinions are all right, they're great. You can like an anime. I like a lot of shit shows. Um, but it's it's not all that everyone tries to make it cracked up to be, if you know what I mean. I'll be honest. I think it's better than I expected it to be. But I also recognize the fact that if you took Anya and her hilarity out of it, I don't think I'd have liked it. I want to watch it, man. Like I, I honestly feel like, if, and that's that's <laughs> a sign of an anime that is too heavily heavily reliant on one thing and stuff. If you can take a character out, um, and still not have content, you know what I mean. So here's the thing, and what I mean by that is like, for example, completely different anime and uh, style, but for example, if we were to take Issei out of DXD and put another male there would high school dxd still be popular i Can believe it would <laughs> I, I believe it would especially if it was a guy if they did a guy very similar to the guy from um god what is the name of the anime i showed you the anime too the opening clip where he walks in and uh his his roommate ends up being a female and she's like in her bra and panties changing and he's like i i get what you're thinking um, and in an effort to be fair, I shall strip too. <laughs> like, oh, I, oh, fuck, what's the name? You know the anime I'm talking about. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it would still be funny, but you could also have a more shy and timid person, more shy and timid than Issei. And just because of, uh, the story and obviously the girls, I think High School DXC would still be popular. Uh, you could, if we move to other animes and stuff, we can go right down the line and stuff. If you could take away a main character and still be able to have a reasonable story and still be a likable anime. Yeah, so you need to be able to have all the elements. And exactly. Thing is, if you take Anya out of this or even put her in her own show as a sequel. Honestly, sequel Anya having her own show I think would be great. It better. It would. It would hit higher numbers. One hundred. I would like to see her. Numbers, problem. I would like to see her team up with the girl from. Uh, uh, if it's for my daughter, I defeat even a demon lord. Uh, that fun. daughter. You know, I, I can you imagine a spinoff with those two? One hundred percent. Like that would be amazing to see. And mind you. That anime, even without it and stuff, even without that character and stuff, would still be a good anime. Uh, if they were to replace her with, like, an average person. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Like, I get it. I get why Spy X Family is not doing that well. It's too niche of a market. Uh, which, you know, even niche markets. I, I would almost say it's like a niche of a niche. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, mm, it's got a cult following, like I say, and certain communities are trying to amp it up higher than it should be. That's my opinion. 
Mm. It's um, I don't know. It just didn't hook me. As as like everyone was like, this is why I say before everyone tries to hype up these shows, and I'm like, okay, it sounds really good. Why am I so disappointed? Pretty much. That's that's the thing. It's just I shouldn't feel like that. You're making it sound a lot bigger than it actually is, bro. And it's not like Full Metal Alchemist. I'm looking at you. Okay, it's good, but it's not as fucking. It's not a god tier like you can try and make it out to be. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's people need to. They need. They need to mellow. Okay, they need to mellow. All right. So. Uh... Moving on. along, speaking of alchemist <laughs> things, we have management of a novice alchemist. We love it. We love it. We love it. Uh, so this week we had Sarasa, who needed some assistance running her business after recent excitement left her feeling drained. Uh, she knew exactly who to ask for help. The two lovely ladies who just came and joined her team. Uh, it was an amazing episode. We it showcased like how they use magic and a uh, stone block put on top of like any surface. <clears throat> to make uh, what looked like the hob of an electric fire, uh, electric, um, what looked like an electric hob. I don't know why I added the word fire there uh, on a cooker. Uh, and it was really, it was really cool to see. Like, okay, she can use magic to make modern day items, and it looks really practical. And it's, it was, you know, it was showcasing the magic and what they can do in this anime. And whilst we didn't have like much plot development, it was nice to see these kind of little things. Sometimes, like, it's not too much like last episode we had a massive showcase of the power and like the story and this was just like a nice chill episode of this is what she can do with it more intricate details uh, like, and they had some really good looking sweets and tea as well and as a British citizen as we already know I was uh, oh that, that got me in a different way if you know what I mean that tea looked good mm. Mm. yeah great episode guys alright uh... <clears throat> wait did you say Latina good Latina good. Okay. No, <laughs> oh, God, I had the delayed reaction like you did the other day when I, uh, the last, uh, uh, I want to say it was like two podcasts ago, where I said that Farfetch came with his own seasoning. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hold on, it sounds like my dogs are about to bark up a storm. Let me let them out. Who let the dogs out? Apparently it was Robinson. All right, I'm back. Uh, so moving along, we have Shinobi no Itoki. Yeah, so Shinobi no Itoki, this episode was a mid, middle, absolutely mid. Not the mid I was kind of talking about earlier. It was trash. Um, Like, okay, explain the purpose of crafters to be H. I could have literally have told you the purpose of crafters. They make the ninja gear. That's why they're called crafters. I'm not stupid. You gave them that name for a reason. Like, this whole espionage thing of, you've got to go and steal the test answers because we're ninjas and we don't learn shit. We just steal the answers. No fucking shit. Do you know who else did that? Do you know what first ninja anime did that? Can you guess? Yes, we mentioned it enough times today. Wait, what are we Fucking talking about? Naruto. Shinobi no Itoki. To oh, get the test answers, you had to steal them. Oh. Another anime did that. Another ninja anime. Naruto. In a much better. Honestly, much better, the, be- much... the best anime I've ever seen try to steal the answers to a test and stuff has to be Bakke to test. 
<laughs> you know the scene I'm talking about, too. <laughs> yeah. But, like, when you have two ninja animes, and you both go still the test answers, I'm sorry, you gotta do something better other than some simple espionage. Like, you don't have the tools to be able to pull that kind of <clears throat> plot off and not have it compared. Um, yeah, I almost fall asleep during this episode. Uh, I hope you do better on episode 5, Shinobi no Itoki. All Give right. me some actual plot this time, please, and not just some fan service. Well, I guess we'll move on to uh, something that uh, does give get, me fan service. <laughs> does give you fan service, and I, I get a laugh at every single time of the name Immoral Guild. <laughs> I mean, uh, God, this it, is this immoral. honestly. I think this is this season's, uh, you know, anime that's title just makes me laugh. What was it last season? I can't remember it already. Uh, oh yeah, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. <laughs> it wasn't even the isekai. Of, it wasn't even the um, fucking horny anime of the season either. <laughs> oh, I know, that but it's just funny. you know sometimes that, just you thing. just read the title and you start chuckling. You know, last last season it was my stepmom's daughter is my ex. This season for me it's immoral guild. It's funny how just two words I chuckle. Yeah, it's, um... Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, this episode was fun. Uh, the MC has to fill in for a doctor that's just given him his test because the doctor had to run out for some reason. We don't really know. Uh, so the nurse is like, can you help, can you help, can you help? There's only four patients. And he's like, oh yeah, it's just the four guys waiting outside, isn't it? Four knights. No, they're just guarding the pharmacy. He's going to do a check on his girls in his party. So they bandage him up from head to toe with, like, his eyes just showing. Um, and yeah, you see, like, all this. This is where the horny came out in this anime 100%. You see it all from head to toe. Um, and like, it was funny, like, don't get me wrong. And the second half of the, uh, of the show is about uh, him working with the two newest members and Harness and Magic. But this is where the highlight was. Uh, because he gets caught out by one of the members who's a cock girl who can who sniff that sh she knew it was him with scent and she just whispered in his ear and was like uh, this is wrong um but she didn't I know she didn't complain she, she only whispered that after she'd stripped down and everything mm. just saying uh so yeah hilarious absolutely hilarious episode <coughs> all right this is another one i'm looking forward to by the way love flops no i was talking about oh immoral immoral yeah, immoral yeah. It's another one I'm looking forward to. Um, speaking of love flops, well, let's move on to uh, love flops. Oof. Uh, didn't write much down for this one. Uh, this one was just about the exchange student with a problem. Uh, she can't write in the native language, and this was literally about our MC teaching one of the girlfriend opportunities to write in Japanese. That's literally it. Um, with like a little bit of, oh, he's so cute. Oh, she's a possible potential candidate for my marriage ooh food you know that was that's literally what it's like sometimes like it's just like ugh give me fucking content I'm just happy the character designs are good like otherwise I would have just been like ugh so, you know honestly this one uh, from the description and uh, from the description of it reminds me of two different animes and I don't think it's going to be that good as either. Um, this first anime, I can't even remember the name of it, but basically, um, 
basically the, the best way I can describe the first anime is this uh, high school boy comes back home. His father's got remarried, um, but he's basically told that he's going to marry one of his four stepsisters. I know that one. I you you know the one I'm talking it. about. Um, I've seen it. And, like, they're all nice ladies and stuff, but it's it was a really good anime. And the other one that it kind of reminds me of, just based on the description, is Rent-A-Girlfriend. And let's be honest, I don't think this anime is going to hold up to either of them. Oh, I agree. I agree completely. 100%. Um, it's mid. But it is somehow making its way into the top 10 ratings on a lot of polls. But it's it's, it's not great. So far. Like, I like the plot. Like, I've seen it done over and over again, but it's mid. At best. So far. Sometimes it's the plot that gets people to like anime. It's the <laughs> anime itself. Now, the next anime on our list, guys, is something that should be in the top 10 ratings, and I still don't know why it's not. Especially with that character design. Oh, that girl's fuck fucking yeah. hot. <laughs> All these fucking character designs are fucking goated. Even our MC when he's in his cloak. Uh, the Eminence and Shadow guys. So the mistake those of power always make is believing that they are the ones in control. It was a, such a fun episode that cleared our MC's name of like any um, kidnapping. Uh, we saw how overprotective his sister is and we learned that it's actually her betrothed that kidnapped her. Uh, and is using her blood to make a demon, basically. Um, we learn that the Eminence and Shadow, our MC, who originally, remember, told a lie to all these girls to just make up, like, this little superhero squad in his, like, little fantasy because he wanted to be a hero and made up this um, evil organization. Turns out this evil organization is actually real and turns out these girls took everything he said seriously and now they have over, like, a thousand members across the globe. And he was like, wait, 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 what, what? I, I was I was I was memeing, bro. I was I was memeing. I mean, I have the power to lead you all, but I was I was memeing. Um, you know, it's kind of funny because he thinks they're all joking all the time through this, and then you realize, oh no, shit, she's actually in danger. And the end of the episode, you see him walk up to the guy who's scoring pin down, and he's like, "You better get her, your hands off her." Um, yeah, guys, this oh. It's hilarious. It's so well done as well. The action scene's so well good, but it's hilarious because of just the kind of guy he is. Hmm. I mean, he's fucking broken. He's literally broken as well. Would you uh, compare this to... um... Crap. Um... God, I can't remember the name of the anime. Never mind. If I can't remember the name of the anime, I'm tired of explaining the description. (laughs) <laughs> um, there's one anime that the what, that scene that you just explained it just reminds me so much of too. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to my Crunchyroll uh list real quick. Do it. I'm pretty sure it's in there. Uh, like I know it's it's gotta be in here. Then again, it might be on my Funimation list, which I downloaded. I I, I uh, removed Funimation from my phone, so let's hope it's in here. Found a dead Molek. Uh, let's see here. Nope, nope. Come on, where are you at? Come on. 
I am not seeing it. I mean, I got a couple more to go through, but I'm just not seeing it as of right now. Um, hold on. It's almost done. Yeah, I'm not seeing it in this list. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good, but uh, no. So basically, the premise of the anime I'm thinking about is there's this uh, demon lord who gets resummoned, right? Uh, but he aged so much faster, and within like four months, he's going to like this local college and stuff, and he gets like this whole group of girls that like basically end up following him, and every time they get in trouble, he just basically. You know, he, he does that. He just walks up like, yeah, leave him alone and stuff. Basically, either leave him alone or you're going to have to deal with me kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, it is what it is and stuff. But uh, no, this is definitely one of those animes, uh, the Eminence and Shadow, that I've been looking forward to. Uh, the character design alone is drawing me, uh, me in. I particularly like it. I, I mean, it's this character alone and stuff. It's funny because like in one scene, she looks like she's a tan uh kind of skinned but then the very yeah. next scene she looks pale in comparison so it's almost like uh i feel like they're doing a lot when it comes to shading and uh like the way the sun reflects off their face if that makes sense is yeah. the what i'm taking off of it so i feel like there's a lot more put into each of these scenes than normal like even here you can kind of see it like his face is more pale and then you go over here, his face is pale only on this side. You know what I mean? So I feel like they paid a lot of attention to the detail, if that makes sense. And I yeah. like if visually you could see a lot of attention to detail because usually if they visually pay that much attention to the detail, the story is very similar in the fact that they pay a lot of attention to it and it's a good story. Now, are there situations where graphically it's beautiful and story-wise i think it's severely lacking yes definitely uh we've had this argument before um season one demon slayer <laughs> you know what i mean in my opinion i think story-wise it's severely lacking uh but graphically it was beautiful um and that's not the only anime i've thought that you know it's just the most recent popular one i can think of you know what i mean um you know, so that's no knock against Demon Slayer. I know you said it's a lot better uh, yeah. season two. But, like, season one, uh, I'm, I'm mainly using it because most people know who Demon Slayer is. You know what I mean? It's, it became that popular. Um, you know, if I use, like, some smaller animes, people wouldn't understand and stuff. Uh, so, generally speaking, if it's got good graphics and they pay real close attention to the details, the story, correct me if I'm wrong, when you see animes that are that graphically beautiful, the story is usually not lacking. Yeah. So. I, I agree completely. I agree completely. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. This one looks like it's going to be a real good one. Oh, it's 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 definitely a, a good one. 100%. Alright, so moving, Next up, moving we along, have... we have Reincarnated as a Sword, which to me is just an interesting premise. Uh, to be an isekai just reincarnated as a sword. I mean, he is, he's fucking OP, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, it's a great episode, guys. Uh, so, growth and responsibility go in hand in hand, and her after a recent exploits, Fran is offered an unusual job that will have a test of hard-won new abilities. 
which is basically rid the whole goblin camp of all the goblins. Uh, and yeah, she's broken. Her and her sort of fucking broken. I love the new design for armor, the new scabbard for the sword. Uh, honestly, all in all, like it's it's just complete action episode with new character designs, and it looks fucking brilliant. Uh, I love the interaction that we have between her and Teacher, which is her sword. Um, I just, I feel like the sword's been kind of shafted here because he, he, he's like, well, I'm a sword. I can't do anything with all these pretty ladies I'm seeing. He, he definitely got sold a uh, bit of a dud card here in this rebirth. Mm. It's like, this isn't how Isekai usually goes. <laughs> the other thing I'm noticing about this, which makes me interested in it, is I love a story about, like, a homeless girl or guy or something like that, like someone who lives in the slum, so on and so forth, getting their big come up. Uh, yes. Almost as much as I love seeing uh, royalty in anime who has consideration for said people. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, so that's another thing that interests me and stuff is the glow up and stuff from like bottom of the barrel to what they're trying to do, so that's why I'm interested in this one and stuff. I, I want to see how this goes along and stuff. But I'm hoping somewhere along the way, I mean, obviously I haven't watched this, I, I binge-watch everything, but I'm hoping somewhere along the way in this anime for you, uh, you start reporting about some royalty, and there's one or two members of royalty that seem to actually care, whereas the others seem evil, but the, these two really stick their neck out. You know what I mean? That would That would be nice. That would be nice. So, you know, reincarnated as a sword, definitely interesting. Shame he can't do nothing, though. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, we have Akaba Made War. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't dropped this. I, 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 uh, I can't. I don't know why. It's just, I don't, mm. Anyway, the Onkyodonk maids haven't been acting particularly maid-like lately, and the Creature Land group has taken notice. They have a week to whip themselves into shape, or else. That was the premise of this episode, and uh... why do I keep watching it? I don't know. I really don't, because it's worse than mid. I I don't know who came up with this premise or this plot or anything. It's very poorly executed. Um, Something keeps bringing me back. Maybe it's the character designs. I don't know. Um, honestly, it might be dropped next week. Uh, I did drop one anime this week. Um, which fucking anime did I drop this week? Uh, ah, uh, yeah, you won't be happy. I dropped your Seiyatsura. Uh, you're more than welcome to cover it if you wish. No, I'm fine, uh, because here's the thing, wow. You know, I... Most of the anime from that time frame, like, once I see the graphics, it brings back a lot of good memories. Whereas that one, I recognized it, but I couldn't remember why and stuff. But then when I saw the animations and stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Because this thing's just fucking confusing. Like, it doesn't make sense. I never understood <laughs> the story, you know what I mean? So I'm perfectly fine if you drop that. <laughs> like, it's so boring. It's just so fucking boring. Okay. <laughs> just, just, just... Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Um... Same with this one. It's probably it's likely to get dropped if it doesn't pick up his socks because the first couple episodes were good, but these last two have just been abysmal. Mm. Something that hasn't been abysmal is our next show, which is I've somehow gotten stronger when I improved my farm-related skills. Which, mind you, 
I have changed the link in there and stuff because the link you gave me is a 30 second thing and I'm tired of pressing the space bar. <laughs> Apologies. It's all good. So this one's a two minute long one and stuff. So. Yep. So I didn't put much of a description in this one. I think I in fact just copied and pasted the description from the episode for this one. Uh, which is a fellow adventurer joins uh, Al on his way to Lurgus. And we did. We met a new, uh, the next character into his party. Uh, we saw Al use more... Uh... <laughs> Al has just become far-fetched. He's just become far-fetched, okay? I'm, I'm going to embrace the meme at this point. Uh, this time he used four of them at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it's It's... Yeah. I I really enjoy it because Isekai is fun and I really enjoy it because you know, it's a different take on it. It's all like, oh my god, he's got the most powerful sword. Oh my god, he's got the most powerful magic. No, he's got the most powerful leaks, bitch. <laughs> um but no, it it's it's it was a solid episode. I like seeing how he's like just so obsessed over farming and just wants to farm and farm and farm and farm. Um not fight demons. Uh, and the the whole thing of it is, well, fight some demons and you'll be able to get to farm me quicker. Uh, so it's literally just like his ultimatum. Seems like such a hassle if all you want to do is farm, though. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, if I was that OP and stuff, but all I wanted to do was one particular thing and I kept getting dragged away from it, <laughs> I think I'd be acting the same way. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know? Like, how dare you take me away from my one thing I enjoy doing? <laughs> I get that the world is in peril and stuff, but y'all haven't come up with anyone else who can defend this realm? Like, why has it gotta be me every single time? Like, if I have to train some people to defend it, I will. And then y'all can leave me alone. Honestly, that's the route he should take, is just train people. <laughs> be like, you know what? For the next couple of years, I'm gonna train several people. And then after this, y'all can bother them. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, man's goated. And uh, great little episode. Really enjoyed it. Good little anime. Alright, next uh, up. Uh, so Guy has plenty of eggplants for his harem. I mean, I didn't think of that. But um, maybe cucumbers. Cucumbers seem more... <laughs> you know, eggplants would be quite girthy at the end. So yeah, probably lots of cucumbers. Alright, so next uh, next up we have Welcome to Demon <laughs> School, Irumokan. Yeah, this is picking up a little bit, no, thankfully, after the last mid-episode. Uh, so we have the final battle for Babalus's first year, the Harvest Festival. They finally begun. Uh, it is a ranked advancement exam in the form of a survival game that takes place over four days. They must hunt various magical beasts and plants that exist in the jungle for points, and the one who comes out with the most points wins. The Misfit class just finished some rigorous training, and they end up back in groups they, they ended up training with, but it heads with everyone else. Onward to the jungle filled with dangerous magical beasts. And yeah, I loved it. I think it was a solid show. You guys know how I feel about episodes like this. Give me a tournament. Give me give me shit like this. Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to more episodes. Uh, great, great start to the little competition they're having for the Harvest Festival. All right. Honestly, this is not something I was ever really interested in, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. But up next, we have uh, something that in the first couple weeks, you are talking about how this was completely boring. But then you went back and rewatched them when you weren't tired and said it was great. So, we have up Seiken Densetsu, Legend of Mana, the Teardrop Crystal. 
Yeah, so we're mainly focusing on Shiloh and Boyd uh, going around and uh, investigating the threat to the jewel hunters and not to try and save the other jewel people. Um, and we sometimes cut to the two friends they rescued at the start, and it's all it's kind of misconjoined, but at the same time, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's still we still the only thing I'm irritated about is we still haven't got a clear idea as why jewel hunters Sandra is trying to kill these jewel people. Uh, what's the purpose of it? But otherwise, I can't give props to the animation, guys. Screen X pulled it on the back. Speaking of uh, Square, did you hear... Uh, I mean, I get this as an anime, but Square also makes video games. Um, they recently made a statement about how it's no longer profitable to just market towards the Japanese market, and they have to make success elsewhere. So, you know, anime could be their way to go i'm just saying uh you know if they can make some really good anime that resonates with western uh audiences i think that could definitely go a long way in helping their company completely come for you all right so moving along we have something that you're saying is better than aoashi possibly better than you could you cut out. what you cut out then it's possibly because i lean back all right, so next up we have something that you have said is better than uh, Aoashi. Uh, could be better than Haiku. Um, we have Blue Lock. 100%. Uh, we got the boys finally working as a team. Um, they start losing the first half of the match against Team Y um, because they have a strategist who's got the same eyes as our MC. Um, and... So, he doesn't clock on until, like, near the end of the first half. And then he marks this guy. And they start to have a really strong competition between the two of them. And it really starts to reveal, like, you only need one key player to make the whole team come together. And they're all talking about the strengths. And we realize that our, that our MC um, is the... He, they were all going through like, like say their strengths and like their abilities. What their weapon was? That's the word. What's your weapon? And they're like, oh, striking, oh, midfielding, oh, I can uh, use, uh, I, I can be all round or my speed. And he's like, well, I don't know what mine is. And then after a chat with the guy who he helped score the goal before, um, and explaining like, look, I don't know why I passed the ball to you. I just, I was just told to, like instinct, like a sixth sense I have. Um, we split half the stake with him because your food that you get is all based on as well what rank you are and if you scored a goal in the last match or anything. Um, so it was really heartwarming to see and he starts to realize, okay, no, my power is the sixth sense I have, this ability to be able to make conjoined decisions for the whole team and to get us to win. You don't need a striker who's always scoring goals and being selfish like uh, Ego's trying to get us to be. You need a striker who is able to make the sixth sense decision to be able to say how we're 100% going to get this goal. Turning that 99.9% .9 as a striker by yourself to 100% as a team. And he reclocks this instantly. Um, and I think we're going to find, if I'm going to phrase a prediction, that he's not going to score as many goals in the series. And I don't think his rank will get that high either. Um... But I think he'll be, obviously, being the plot and the MC, he will be the one who wins Blue Lock. Is, you know, that's kind of a given. Um, and I think it's going to be... I don't know, I think there's going to be some kind of twist if I got to predict it. I think the twist is going to be it's going to be the team you're in or something. 
Um, Honestly, from the way you're describing it, team. Yeah. From the way you're describing it, I don't think he's going to win Blue Lock. You remember how you said that there might be like three people uh, in that other one? Mm. Uh, it could very well be that he doesn't win first, but he's on the front line. So, like the team that they have, he the, he develops a kind of a rapport with one or two players, and that line goes on to like become the top line. If that makes sense, that's the. That's the gist I'm getting from it, or at least what I expect them to do. Whether or not they actually I, do that, I've different. Story. My my theory is is that he's gonna one by one get these guys around to him, appreciative of him, and then in the final minutes in the final match, you know, you're gonna have options, and I think someone will pass it to him, and he will get the goals. I genuinely think that's gonna happen. It's gonna be it's gonna be like paying him back for all the work he's done to get everyone there. Well, we'll see and what happens. How and stuff. So, it. one host who's watching it, that's your prediction. My prediction is that he's going to become top line, but he's not going to be the blue lock. Yeah. yeah I think I think both are, are, both are solid, and we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. Moving so, on. moving along, we have more than a married couple, but not lovers. That's basically us. That title describes our relationship, Lamb. I know, as you keep trying to break up with me every single week, and this time I turn the tables on you. Just can't do it. Just can't do it. I turned the tables <laughs> on you this week and stuff, and I was like, that's it. I'm putting in my two-week notice. It'll be on your desk tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, wait, you can't do that. This, I, I meant to give notice to, to you. This is the Lambency show. <laughs> How are you giving notice to yourself? <laughs> I, I found that hilarious. Um... Yeah, oh, my food's almost here. I'm going to go through this one quickly. So, episode hit straight in the feels, guys. There was lots of ups and downs and realizations made. Uh, I love the Dragon Quest references this show always makes, like on the little Game Boy. Uh, but this time they went full CGI for Dragon Age. This time, uh, Dragon Quest to make it show that, like, uh, uh, not villain, but, like, our, uh, the other boy who's uh, with his crush and married couple uh, was like a hero and he was just like a noob. Uh, I mean, it was really interesting to see and my food's outside my house, so I'm going to have to touch back on this. Lamb, keep them interested. Or I could just go on a be right back screen because I'm not that interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome back. We have finally returned. Mikey has gotten his food. He is happy. So we were talking about, I believe, Bochi and the Rock. No, we're on the same one. More than a married couple, but not lovers. Yeah, sorry. No, uh, I I had a different page open, so I was just looking at the animation itself. Like, I wasn't actually looking at the title. <laughs> I'm like, kind of looks like Bochi. I'm like, but so I could good. be wrong. That's the next thing we're cover- covering. It is indeed. All right, so yeah, we I mean, have more than a married couple, but not lovers. That should hit straight in the feels. So... There were lots of ups and downs, misunderstandings. His friend thought that the main girl and her crush, the boy who's all popular, kissed, told RMC. MC got depressed. Turns out they didn't. Um, and also turns out that the hour MC was her first kiss, and he thought she was a bit of a uh, a manizer. So he said instead of a womanizer. <laughs> Man, and um, yeah, it's very sweet, very cute seeing them comfort each other, and kind of fall for each other slowly. And um, 
Like I said before, showing the dynamic between a crush and actual love. My whole argument still is, is this fabricated or not? I'm not sure. Fair enough. Fair it just enough. seems like there's another couple who are together, but not together in this um, practical. So if you're already together with someone, it seems like this practical doesn't affect you as much. So it's very strange. It's all very strange, that's for sure. I'm not sure how I feel on it, but the episode itself, the show as a whole, I really do enjoy. All right. Uh, this is one of the ones that I don't really find that interesting to me, but uh, maybe it's just me. Uh, I mean, I'll give it a shot, but uh, it's not really calling to me, if I'm being honest. But uh, moving along, we got Bochi, The Rock. Love Which this show. I, I will say, if you look at my stream right now, I get what this is actually supposed to be, but the way it's lined up in this particular image before I start the stream, or before I start the video, you cannot tell me it doesn't look like three people in a bathroom stall. Yeah, it looks kind of sus, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Looks kind of sus. Alright. Anyways, Bochi and The Rock. Yeah, this is, um... That anime just hits you hard with, like, how it explains anxiety and depression and nerves. And the highlights of Bochy was struggling to write lyrics for the band's first song. And they arranged a special band outing and, like, does highlights her anxiety more. Obviously, for people with anxiety and all this, it really helps them connect with it. For people without it, it helps them learn about it. And I just can't fault this anime at all. It's, it just hits... Perfectly every single time. It's very educational as well. Alright. Has the music started playing yet, or no? Because this is a musical uh, anime. Like, have they started playing music, or no? Not yet. Like, they have snippets here and there, which has been really good, but none of their own stuff yet. Hmm. Alright. At least they're playing some form of music, though. Hmm. All right, so we're going to move on to Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. So, incredibly mid, he says. All right, you hear you heard it here first. Mikey thinks that Bleach Thousand Year Blood War is mid. <laughs> my resignation will be on your desk after the stream. No, you can't do that. I told you my resignation will be on your desk <laughs> after this stream. All right, we can't both put resignations on each other's desk. Well, I will. <laughs> it's all right. Um, Rukachan will keep me comfortable. <laughs> now he's shit, mad. did I give you the wrong body pillow? Fuck. <laughs> Mommy Chan should be in the post, buddy. <laughs> all right. Anyways, we got Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. Mm. Okay, so after last week. I was infuriated because people were saying Bleach episode 3 was mid, trying to like pick little bits out here and there just to try and bash it in a little way just because you know, like, oh, the animation was shit, it's just a still with some lines on it. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Don't know what fucking people were talking about. <clears throat> and the bigger thing was, why did they cut the lieutenant's meeting and add all this stuff about uh, Uriah? Because let's be real, okay? Let me point something out. This isn't just a this isn't just a 
an adaptation. This is a redoing. This is his chance to do it over better. This is a chance to add more content, cut content that wasn't needed uh, to fit into 52 episodes. And the meeting wasn't needed. It was actually like a couple of panels with Uryu. And that's finding out how Uryu found out about the Sternritter after he thought he was the last Quincy. And what he goes to do and how he reacts. It's so much more important. Because <coughs> before we all just assumed that he already still knew. So, yeah, just addressing that because that was really infuriating. This week, though. Oh, baby. Mm. I can't even, like... This anime made me feel things, okay? Um, we saw bad guys being stolen after the captains idiotically couldn't wait for Mayuri to finish getting some countermeasure. Decided to sacrifice themselves so that they could use them as test subjects. Uh, so they'd lose their bad guys for a little while. So I think we see... Um, uh, no, my head come blank. We see four captains lose the bad guys anyway, and everyone else being a form. Don't use your bad guys. We see Bambietta in action, everyone's best girl on the Quincy team. I don't care if she's a bad guy, she's hot. Um, we saw the Quincy's annihilated in Go and I think it was within seven minutes they'd killed a thousand soldiers. Um, and just as Ichigo almost made it to the Soul Society, the gate was sealed. Uh, which is kind of a cliffhanger there for us. Um, we saw lots of the other Quincy's, a lot of action scenes. Uh, we saw the dagger, the, the floating Reishi daggers that was holding people, making them scream in torture and pain, which was a really well done scene. Honestly, I, I can't, I just can't fault it. Maybe I'm biased, I'm going okay, but I can't fault it. It's beautiful. Bleach, you're back, baby. You're back. I will say there's uh, one particular scene that keeps playing that I've seen the wallpaper for. Um, hold on, let me pause this and then find the exact exact scene. I have no idea who the character is or anything else like that, but the way that this just looks, it's it's freaking beautiful. This this like this is beautiful with the petals going all the way around it. Uh, oh, Biakia. Yeah, yeah that the just overall style of this is it it you know. As someone who hasn't really watched it and stuff, I will say they definitely put a lot of effort into the graphics itself. Uh, I have seen the difference in graphics between the original Bleach and this, obviously. Uh, you know, yes. I, I may not have ever gotten in Bleach, but big props for them for updating the graphics. I will say that. Oh, 100%. I think they did a absolutely brilliant job of the graphics. Um... The rose petals especially look more realistic now, which is what we like to see because, you know, Biakia's whole thing is that each of those rose petals is a single sword. Uh, and now they actually look like rose petals instead of pig blobs. Mm. And just all in all, it's just... It's so well done. Like, they put so much effort into it, and I'm so happy with it. Alright, and last but not least, uh, for the anime reviews, we have... Chainsaw Man, which, mind you, before you get into your review, I was seeing your Twitter timeline about everybody liking one particular girl who clearly have not, uh, do not know about the source material. Yep. 
So, yep, yep, yep. Take it away. So, yeah, that's major spoiler territory uh, for Makima. I won't get into that because that will spoil it for everyone. So, not going to um, talk about that, but when it comes to this episode, it was odd. We finally saw Chainsaw Man in action because Power betrayed Denji for her cat that was held hostage by a demon. The demon then ate Miaoi after receiving Denji as an offering, and she broke, uh, begging him to kill it. So he went out to kill the thing, deader than dead, after she asked said thing to kill Denji to give her her cat back. Very odd, low-key weird, but still really enjoyed it. <coughs> and seeing how he can still talk in his demon form is really impressive too, but people are still scared of him. But really good, really enjoyable, and Mappa does always does well with animation. Alright. So before we go into the next bit, uh, it is character versus character. We did choose horror, and I'm pretty sure I know why, but why don't we explain why we chose horror, as I accidentally just revealed the image. Because it's spoopy season, baby. Spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> so, we chose horror characters. So, Mikey, take it away. Who do we have here? So, for me, I have Gilles de Rice. He is the caster from Fate Zero. See, here's the thing is, I didn't recognize that name when you sent it to me until I actually put it in there and I tried to show someone else. And then the, one of the auto suggestions was Fate. And I'm like, oh, now I remember. And then I chose Shiro. Yeah. I mean, originally I chose Ruka-chan, but he wasn't having none of that. So then I tried to choose, no. choose Iron Tool Gold, and he, he wouldn't have that. So I had to settle for Shiro. I mean, I'll be honest, it's not really much of settling, but still, like, my first and second choices were denied. I just want to go on record and say that if I lose this character versus character, I'm 100% blaming Mikey for not letting me have my fun. All right, so what are we ranking them on? Uh, scarability, power, um, how crazy they are, how much of a, you know... Because how horrifying, like, do they fit the horror? Mm. Um, so yeah, so if anyone doesn't know, Gilles de Rice is a caster from Fate Zero. Uh, and in Fate Zero, you hire sorry, not hire, you summon, uh, what's the word they use? Well known spirits from the previous years, yeah, I can't remember. Um, like King Arthur. Oh, uh, it's been a long time since I watched it. Honestly, Fate's been one of those things I'm I'm planning on rewatching because I forgot a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all for the Holy Gale War. Uh, but you can you see you there are bad guys as well. You can summon like Jack the Ripper or Gars the Race, and you get summoned by a uh summoner who is a um bit of a psychopath, just a murderer. And this guy's a mass murderer, using his magic to kill people. He loves tentacles, tentacles with sharp teeth. Um, and he's freaky. His his appearance is just out outwardly disgusting and vile. Um, his eyes, especially, and his face contorting, just oh, 
Uh, oh, and he also gets horny off of killing people. Like, gets off on it completely. Mm. Uh, and he speaks like a pompous British ass. So, yeah. This this guy is, is, is not nice. And he's a serial killer. He's nasty. So I kind of want a different route. Like, Hero just has, like, a very dark, scary past. But at the same time, like, it kind of built who she was. So, like, the Shiro people know isn't exactly scary. Especially considering she's known to be, like, very bubbly and happy and excited all the time. By the way, Star, I see that, but yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> but, alright, so obviously people know her as a bubbly girl with lots of energy. Um, she eats tons of sweets. She's always trying to get, uh, what is it, Ganta? Is that how you say it? Ganta? Uh, Ganta's yeah. attention? Uh, the, the guy she's always protecting. Yeah. Yeah. So she's always trying to get, like, Ganta's protection. Um just always wants him to be happy, so on and so forth. Uh, but she's very good at fighting. The, the games that was being played with Ganta and the other uh, people, uh, he, he was getting out with just scratches, only to find out that basically Shiro was uh, basically pushing him out of the way, so to speak. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, 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 I always seem to go a different route than you, don't I? So, yeah, no. Honestly, though, Shiro is obviously a lot of people's. A lot of people love Shiro. You know what I mean? And rightfully so. Like, she's a great character and stuff, but her past just. <laughs> you look into her past and what made her who she is, it's. Yeah, that's, that's the scary horror element I'm <coughs> going for. I get you. I get you. You know, but like. For everything she went through, for her to be the personality she has, man, talk about some inner strength, you know? I'm with you. I know you. It's, uh, they're both horrifying anime, that's for sure. Um, and they're both winning their respective kind of personalities, but you can't really come against each other for what we've done. It's not possible. She's not scary. She's cute. And he's terrifying and doesn't have a twisted backstory. He's just fucked up. I'm still trying to figure out, though. I've never quite figured out whether or not she's, like, wearing clothes and these are clothes or if she's just flat out naked and that's just tattoos on her. I can't remember. I mean, this image seems to depict them as clothes. Um, but I'm not sure. It's never said it because she's... I mean, if it's clothes, that they're always the exact same and there's no real change anywhere, if you catch my drift. Like, no ruffles or anything. Like, it's always the exact same line. Could just be the way they did the animation, you know. One hundred percent. Now, as far as who would win in a fight, it's a good question. That is a good. I'm question. sorry, but Shiro does not stand a chance. Seen, seen both of these shows. Shiro would not win. Well, I'll be honest and stuff. You know, I have terrible memory. The reason why it's a good question is because I don't remember shit. About Giles. I also don't remember shit about Shiro's fighting abilities. 
Hero's <laughs> fast. Giles is. Strong. Oh yeah, that's right. Shiro was like wait. super fast, right? But like, but didn't she like hit hard too? Yes, I'm not. But I mean, this guy can cast like fucking all sorts of fucking weird and fucking demonically powerful. It's magic. all right because you know what Shiro has on her side. Cool. Well, <laughs> we'll just we'll just put his name in the book. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but this is still a great image, though. I like this. Oh, I know so. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, honestly, I couldn't really think. I'm not really one for, like, horror kind of elements, although there are horror kind of characters in some of the animes I've watched, but I was having a brain fart. I've been, you know, so focused on other things, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So, uh, Shiro is basically the first person that came to mind, and I chuckled after I said that when I looked down and I realized that, uh, I realized what one of your, uh, recommended is. <laughs> I was laughing, I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I guess we'll move on from this into the anime highlights, which leads us right into Just the exact anime, Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah, so funnily enough, Lamacy picked a character from my recommended. <laughs> By the way, your other recommended and stuff, well, it's funny. I was going to recommend Dead Man Wonderland this week. And I was, I've watched Elf and Lied. Um, so you chose one I was going to recommend. I'm like, I'm not adding it there. But here's the trailer for Dead Man Wonderland. So tell us why you uh, put this under our anime highlights. <laughs> Because it's spoopy season, baby. And this is a spoopy anime. The thing is, is like this definitely jogs back mem- uh, uh, a lot of my memory and stuff. I loved the horror aspect of the games that they would make them play for the amusement of the general public. Yeah. You know, like, it's just such something so far out in left field, you wouldn't expect that. That it... it you know, it's definitely memorable, you know? I agree completely. And, it's, uh... uh it was know, something else. It sure. really was. And Shiro coming along really, I think, kind of added the extra element of at least some... You know, you had all this horror, and now there's something sweet in your life, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I agree completely. It was a nice little bounce. So moving along to your second highlight, we have Elfin Lied, and here's the trailer for that. So that was a trailer for Elfin Lied, and you could definitely tell the time frame it came out on. Anime trailers did not used to have uh, a lot of like the voices of the actual characters and plot, so on and so forth. It used to be things along this, or um, and you'll see with one of my recommended uh, later they would do it in a completely different style. So, you, you know, you'll see what I mean uh, when we get to my recommended. But trailers are not the same as they are today. <clears throat> but, uh, Mikey, why do we recommend Elfin Lied? Because it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucked up. And definitely fits the bill for the horror theme. It, it was, uh... Yeah, guys, don't go into this with a faint of heart, please. This anime is messy. Now I kind of feel awkward because the anime I recommended, I wasn't even thinking that, yeah, that's right, today's technically Halloween, so I didn't put anything Halloween-related. 
Um, but next up, uh, moving along, we have the Lambert Show Recommends. So the first one we have is Danganronpa. <coughs> and here is the trailer. I guess why I picked this one? Horror. <laughs> so that was the trailer for Danganronpa. So go ahead, Mikey, take it away. This this anime is based off of a game series, and it's fucked. I I I, I have this this is about people have been deceived into. I don't think if they had like they like had some hallucinogenic or something before, but anyway, they come into the school and then they get knocked out. And the world around them has been being destroyed. Basically, it's it's like in ruins. You've got these people trying to kill uh, with these like teddy bear things, like you can see here. And it's basically a killing game. Like you've got to work out each time who the killer is. And if you're a killer, then you've got to try and deceive everyone. And if you deceive everyone, you get to cut out. If you don't, then you die. Um, your other alternative, I believe, is to to stop the game at its source and try and find a way. Uh, but obviously, that's not going to be easy. Obviously, there's someone implanted amongst all those who came in to start with. Uh, so they had someone on the inside. And the story itself, the overarching story amongst the whole series, this gets deeper, a lot deeper. And it's it's very interesting, to say the least. That it is. So moving along, because I forgot today was Halloween, our last Lambert show recommends is Big Windup. Okay, so for Big <laughs> Windup, you will see what I mean about how trailers used to be different for anime. Um, earlier, you had Elton Live, where it was just music in the background, and you're going to see what I mean about Big Windup, a baseball anime. It's not going to show any of the main characters' voices, so here's a trailer for Big Windup. As you see, trailers were vastly different back then. Um, I mean, I'll go on a stretch since it's Halloween and say the horrors of being the worst pitcher uh, in your school and being constantly made fun of and having your confidence completely shattered and then thinking that no matter what you do, people are going to hate you would be horrible. But that is an extreme stretch. It's not a horror anime at all. Uh, as he said, it's based on Run Mihashi, who basically... and high school you know people claimed he got his pitching job starting pitching job due to nepotism uh in other words like someone in his family was you know uh, part of the school board and that's the whole reason he was the pitcher in reality this guy worked tirelessly uh very few pitchers have nine strike zones you know uh and what i mean by that is like when they pitch the ball over the plate normally uh You'll have pitchers that only have two. You pitch to the left or you pitch to the right of the plate. You have pitchers who have four. You know, top left, bottom left, top right, bottom right. No, he he sees it at nine. So he could pitch, like, if he's told to pitch into a certain quadrant of the plate, he could pitch it exactly like that. And his catcher that he ends up getting on his new team, Abe, is someone who's very analytical and knows what to expect from other teams. And basically tells him, if you listen to me, I'll make you a star pitcher. Uh, he gets results. Uh, the problem is, is he follows Abe blindly. And this is basically his journey of rediscovery of himself of, as a pitcher. Although I will say there are times where Mihashi 
is extremely annoying. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched Big Wind Up and stuff, uh, Mikey, but there are times Mihashi just... It doesn't seem like my kind of show, so no, I haven't seen it. <sighs> Picture the most crybaby person you can think of in anime and times it by, like, five. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> So there are times he really pisses me off. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, that's not that's not great. All right, so we're gonna move on to the news section, which is in our. Discord. So first bit of news I want to cover that I haven't put in the Discord is Naruto is gearing up to do something huge. What that is, we're not sure. However, there has been uh, they have put out that they're doing a um, live stream. Um, and that live stream is, it's rumored that they're going to be bringing the narrator anime back in another way, not just through Boruto. I'm thinking we might get the narrator novels animated, like the Sasuke and the Itachi spin-offs, which would be amazing. Um, because Boruto is not what the community deserved. It's great, but it's not, it's not the same standard. Yeah, uh, we've, I've heard about the Boruto. Isn't that like uh, his like son or adopted son or something along those lines, along with like the main character's kids or something? Like, I'm not entirely sure the entire story, but basically the... about the, all the kids and when he's the Hokage. That's, mm. that's yeah. Because um, I remember I was having a conversation with the people at All Things Anime and stuff, uh, one of our sponsors, uh, who's a small company. He was telling me, he was like, it's just not the same, but like some people still really like it. But diehard Naruto fans and stuff, a lot of them aren't even accepting of it, if that makes sense. So I was like, well, that's interesting. You know? It's a slow burn. And I mean, like, a hundred episodes slow burn. Mm. Um, yeah, he said good. something like that, too. He said something along the lines of, if you can get past the first hundred episodes, it gets better. It's because the original creator came back after them, and then it was just suddenly got better. Mm. But yeah, because it's Naruto's anniversary, we're looking at a lot of events, a lot of merch, a lot of stuff, and they've just released a 10-minute video of all the scenes we've done, as I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so we could be looking at maybe a Sasuke anime, maybe they're redoing the whole series with those scenes, which would be nice. Uh, we're not sure. But as for the news I have posted in the news channel this week, uh, if I scroll up, because I posted a lot. I believe it starts with the Bleach catalog available on Disney+. Plus. Yep, so uh, all of the Bleach catalog is now available on Disney+, Plus after almost a month of not being able to stream it legally anywhere. Uh, and it seems to be in top-notch quality as well, which is great to see. Some of them widescreen as well, from when Bleach started doing widescreen. Uh, we've all, Obviously, we've had, like I mentioned, we had complaints about cut scenes and addition of new scenes, which we've already covered. And we found out that Can't Your Own World, which is a Bleach light novel, voice actors for characters exclusive to the light novel that weren't originally in the Thousand Year Blood War manga, have been added into the anime. So their characters have been added in, and their voice actors have been. Which is a very good sign for us getting possibly more Bleach content after Thousand Year Blood War. We could be seeing some of the light novels animated if it does well. Uh, in JRPG news, we have Cloud Strife uh, facing calls for cancellation due to his Japanese voice actor being unfaithful. Um, the news of Takahiro Sakurai being unfaithful to his wife for the past 10 years is tragic. Mark goes out to his wife and family, 
Please separate the voice actor from the character. Cloud Strife can still be loved and appreciated. As I mentioned before, about the separation between the art and the artist. You know, people need to recognize more that we can do this. Um, after that, we've got Hokkaido Gals, a super adorable TV anime has been announced at the beginning of 2023. We've got the quintessential quintuplets movie International on Asia. Release dates have been announced. Uh, December 2nd. Honestly, that particular anime, I feel like it got more hype than it deserves. It was a good anime, but I don't think it was a great anime. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed like. It. I enjoyed it, but I, I, I wasn't. It was, you know, mid, but like good mid for me. You know what I mean? But you know, personal preference. I just, you know, I, I was so. I think I was just at the point when I watched it, I was so tired of watching kind of like the same story cut and paste over and over, you know? Yeah, I know. Moving along, though. Uh, next, we've got Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. Season 2 broadcast date has been postponed to April 2023. It's originally due to broadcast this January 2023. I didn't even know there was a season 1 of this thing. Uh, it was It was decent. It was decent. Uh, but it wasn't wasn't all that, you know. After that, we've got Ayaka original anime announced. The original anime is scheduled for twenty twenty three, done by Studio Blanc. Then we got Hayakusho Kizoku is receiving anime adaptation. And one that's interesting me is Lookism. The official anime trailer has been released, and the anime is coming worldwide on November fourth to Netflix. Yeah, why does he look like he just got beat the hell up? Because he does. Oh. Uh, we will be covering that when it releases on Friday. Flaglia, anime X musical project has been announced and by Studio Gaina. Gaina. Uh, Bleach soundtrack is now available to listen to yourself in the iconic anime music uh, and start off the week feeling like a soul reaper by Milan Records. This I'm most excited for. It, it, oh, the the next one. Sorry, mm-hmm. give me a second. <laughs> High School yeah. DxD season five, July twenty twenty three. Yeah, we got a release date for that, guys. And mm-hmm. it's uh, I think me and Lama both excited for it. Oh yeah. You mean I can suck on them today's? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. We have got... My PC's going slow. There you go. The reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world anime trailer. This begins in January 2023. Also done by Studio Blank. Studio Blank's picking up a bit. Alright. After that, we have... There's a lot of announcements. Romantic Killer is now available on Netflix worldwide and it has 12 episodes. I'll look into that. We got Berserk of Gluttony, received an anime adaptation. Character designs look awesome. Uh, then we have the most heretical last boss queen from Villainous to Saviors, received an anime adaptation. Begins in 2023 July, done by OLM team Yoshioka. <coughs> we got a new trailer for Spy Classroom for Sibylia. Uh, the, uh, character voice actor is now Tayama. Done by uh, will be out in January 2023. 
which is looking like a goated month. We've got Technoroid, Overmind, and Key Visual also begins in January 2023, done by Doga Kogo. The Daily Life of the Immortal King, which still, which is nowhere nearing, nowhere near either finishing season three yet, has already had a season four confirmation. Uh, the latest poster of the second season of Time Agent, aka Link Click to you Westerners, is released. Uh, the pointer of fate is slowly turning, who is reflected in the other side of the time. Stay tuned for season two of Link Click. <coughs> Here you've got some later screenshots, guys, for Harvest Stella for the combat system. Looking really solid. It's had some negative reviews for the um, Nintendo Switch demo. But overall, has had a positive reception online. A bit near Tomata anime news. We've got an official anime trailer for uh, entitled Pascal, uh, also scheduled for January twenty twenty three. We also have below it um, a key visual, also entitled Pascal. <coughs> Kaguya Sama Love is War: The First Kiss That Never Ends anime trailer. It will have a special theatrical screening in January, December, in Japan, in December 17. All I know is by the end of the movie, those two better be a fucking couple. <laughs> All right. New opening theme for the song artist for Spy Classroom has been announced. Opening by Nonok, song called Tomo, Tomoshibi, begins in January. The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten Halloween visual begins in January, done by Project Number 9. Banished from the Heroes Party decides to live a quiet life in the countryside, season two announced. We covered this anime last season and um, excited for another season. Uh, happy birthday to Soda Online, October 31st, 2022, when Soda Online was released on, on, in the anime. And um, I'm still waiting on my nerve gear. We have, there is a project for the VR with the Soda Online game that's gained a lot of traction. Um, who knows if we'll get nerve gear. Maybe Akihiko. Yeah, I did see it. that and stuff. It's just not the same. Um, you know, I'm it's sure, not. I'm sure it's fun, but VR just has not caught up to the capabilities that a lot of people think <laughs> VR would be. Yeah. Like, not um, even. I'm not saying we're even trying to go like Sao capabilities, but like overall, from where people expect VR to be, it's nowhere near where it ex- where it's expected to be versus what it's at. You know. I agree. Uh, we've got a Bleach 4 film collection releases November 15th on Blu-ray. One Punch Man fans are tired of waiting, so they decided to animate the whole MA arc by themselves. Uh, my friend actually tagged me in this and said, dude, when the fans are better animators than all season 2 combined, for anyone <laughs> who doesn't know, One Punch Man season 2 was ass. And lastly, Tokyo Revengers Christmas Showdown arc anime trailer scheduled for January. We have so many coated shows coming out in January. And that's the end of the news. Yeah, let's pull you back up and we'll go back over here. Uh, a reminder, we do have the giveaway going on over on Twitter uh, for our Tengen Uzue figure art statue. Uh, still a very good chance of you guys winning. Uh, on Friday, the giveaway ends and sometime over the weekend, I will be doing the drawing for that. Uh, you know, you can find... All of our socials, as well as our co-hosts and host socials, over <coughs> on our website, thelambertseashow.com. Also, if you guys need any cool things, we are now sponsored by GameStop Entertainment Earth 
all things anime, I had to refresh the page, and birding gear. You saw the difference, though, of the actual images when I refreshed it, though? <laughs> like, now it's uniform compared to where, what it was before. It, look, it looks good now. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm still in talks with a bunch more and stuff, but I'm the thing is, it's like all these partnerships and affiliate ships I'm getting, I want them all to make sense for us. For me, I felt that having not one, not two, but three different spots, GameStop, Entertainment, Earth, and All Things Anime that cover, that have anime things is great. Uh, GameStop also has a lot of, you know, video games, so on and so forth, <laughs> for the UK people though. Um and then Vertigear, same thing. Sorry for the UK and stuff, but at least we have like gaming chairs and peripherals, if that makes sense, you know? I'm here. I hear you. So, you know, looking forward to what the show has coming up, that's for sure. All right. Uh, that being said, though, uh, we got anything else to add or? Not for me, buddy. Okay. So I'm going to refresh this page and we're going to go find somebody to raid. Have no idea who this is. Well, we're going to see if we can make this person stay. Uh, his name's Blue Sum. And we'll hit him with a Lambency Show raid. He's playing VR chat. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. That being said, that is going to be the end of this podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And until next time, enjoy yourself. Take care, guys.